The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello and welcome to the HBO Boys Podcast. Today we are talking about Barbie, the PG-13 wonder house that is sweeping the nation. Everyone is in pink and they are seeing this movie multiple times. Sammy tried to go see it uh, yesterday at like 6.30 p.m. and it was sold out in the small town theater near us. Like, this thing has legs, my guy. It's me, I'm Ryan, that's Adam. And so does Barbie. That's true. That's wild. Is it? It was sold out. Totally sold out. Uh, yeah. Like yes. They. That's they. There was like wild. one seat. Uh, for one of them and one seat for them as well. If they wanted to sit on completely opposite sides of the theater, but like, and they were like, no, no, thank you. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. And, you know, for context, like we said last week for Oppenheimer, you and I saw or no, we didn't see Barbie together, but we did see Oppenheimer together on the same day that I would eventually see Barbie 12 hours apart Mm -hmm. and and like a 1030 Oppenheimer and a 1045 p.m. uh, Barbie. But I I punched through and uh, (laughs) why? And And we went to a different state. Yes, we did. (laughs) We went to a different state for Oppenheimer. Then I came back and I went to the XD theater for Barbie. And I will tell you, it was a wonderful experience. Mm. the uh weird like rage that i don't know it seems like one of those fake rages things like that's on twitter where like five people are talking about it and everyone's like oh my god scandal and you're like but five people are talking that doesn't seem like enough people it's only five yeah out of the millions and millions but i have been seeing a lot of that on the tiktoks lately uh about dudes who don't like the movie because it makes them feel sad or bad or whatever i don't know does Uh, it make them feel insignificant probably and (laughs) sort of maybe uh this movie and a lot of movies the uh main lesson is that being insignificant isn't a bad thing so uh you know they didn't learn (laughs) the lesson of the movie it's like oh my it's like a common narrative practice uh, yeah a a story that's told many a time i've seen you know people online uh, reviews of barbie saying I will never see this movie. Like, okay, great, dude. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what you're getting by, like, you know, shouting that to the internet. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, but I will say that I, right off the bat, just straight gushing. I loved this movie. Oh, it was it was wonderful. It was. I love the intro. The intro was oh my, so good. Uh, the 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yes, uh, it one was of, a sh- fucking mm, shot for shot remake. <laughs> yeah, one of many Easter eggs from specifically 2001 that's in Barbie. It's brilliantly that. made, uh, directed mm-hmm. by Greta Gerwig, who is an actor I like and is a director I like. So mm. she is a lady of many talents. She's in Lady Bird. Uh, she was in Greenberg, which is great. She is basically i think just gonna keep directing she i think got the deal to do the new narnia movies for netflix Oh yes i saw that yep that'll be cool it will be cool she's a very fantasy she's she's got a lot of fantasy legs on her yeah i see i feel the same way about uh netflix narnia movies like i do hbo harry potter movie Mm -hmm. where i'm like 
okay, I don't know why we got to keep doing the same IPs, but whatever, dude, those are ones I like, and I'll watch because maybe it'll be chill. You know, uh, uh, we talked about the Harry Potter one in previous pods, and I'm actually excited for it. I think um, it's going to be a modern, like a modern retelling, like... You know, when the first one came out, it was so magical and whimsical and lovely. But I think it, I think it could have been like more believable. I guess I don't know how to explain it because we were young when it came out. Sure. And I, I think that this show, if it does it well, if HBO does it well, it, it'll slay it, dude. I think it has the potential to be really, really cool remake. As do I. This was also written by Greta Gerwig and uh, Noah Baumbach as well. She, mm. in her negotiations for doing Barbie. Uh, made it very clear if Noah couldn't write it with her or if they didn't hire him to do so as well, she wasn't doing it. Uh, and he's uh, an incredibly talented dude, so that mm. makes sense. He wrote well, Marriage Story. Well, he, twist my arm. Yeah, he wrote uh, Greenberg. He uh, wrote, and he's also directing a bunch of stuff. The Squid and the Whale, he wrote that. So, like, he's good at this. And the Barbie script was, I thought, really, really good. I thought, like, yeah. It, it was tackling feminism in a way that felt natural. It didn't feel mm-hmm. forced. No, not at all. And it was in a very entertaining package. Like there was a lot of bold moves. Like I, I call them big hits, something that uh, I get mad at shows and movies for not doing, for just like mm. playing conservative and not trying to go for it a little bit. And this yeah, movie does safe. that, but you kind of get sucked into the most entertaining capsule that those messages are in and you don't lose the plot at all. Uh, and by that, I mean like lose the message that they're trying to get across. I think it just mm. gets it across even better. Because mm-hmm. this movie ruled. Yeah, and one of the big things that I loved about this one is the play that Mattel had in on it. Like, they they referenced Mattel so frequently in this movie. And I just love that the brand maker is so open with, like, the things that they've done in the past being not chill. And right. <laughs> kind of making up for it and recognizing it. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, I mean, I would have to imagine making a movie that is directly tied to uh, a a large toy company where you're making a movie based on one of their biggest IPs, one of the biggest IPs of all time. Uh, Barbie is like a zeitgeisty thing. Like Mm. more people know uh, Barbie than Michael Jordan, probably. So like... Uh yeah letting I agree, I agree with you they took a few shots at mattel and obviously the script got passed by them so they said yes which, yeah they were like no that makes sense yeah you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah mean, we made it a barbie that inflated its tits right you can say those <laughs> like, things and you can call us out uh when we obviously messed up and by the way like they also uh you know sort of spell out the uh social issues the that mm, the mm-hmm. creator of barbie had and personal issues that were not great Uh, But they kind of came at all of those moments in a very head on way. And I bet Mattel was like, you can say all those things as long as you hire Will Ferrell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. For him to say, because, you know, it's a it's a funny spin on it. Right. They hired Will Ferrell to be Will Ferrell. Yeah, right. Right. I didn't know that he was going to be in this movie when we saw it. Yeah, I I think I did because I I did see him in the trailers and I was like, he's going to play the character that he plays that is funny. And I like it every time. So I'm fine (laughs) with that. And that's sort of exactly what happened. Yeah. But let's let's talk very briefly on how perfect of a cast Barbie and Ken were. Oh yeah, uh, with Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie, like it was just, like I cannot imagine anyone else playing those two roles now. 
No, not at all. Like, uh, I guess we'll start with Margot Robbie because we talked about it last week uh, when we were talking about Oppenheimer, how you can maybe like get lost in the sauce a little bit because of Mm. so many wonderful performances in one movie that you can forget that the reason all these performances are working is because the foundation of the movie, the movie star that is in both movies that are carrying them, like they're on screen a lot, uh, Killian Murphy and Margot Robbie, without them killing it 100%, both movies don't work and they both did. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and they were just like the uh, cherry on top of the rest of the cast, really. And, um, and and while both supporting casts were huge and s- surprising in some regard of, of like who was in the movie, you know, I didn't know some of the casts of Oppenheimer were going to be there. <laughs> Same thing with Barbie. Josh Peck, uh, the, right? <laughs> jo- Josh Peck. Right. Right. And and I remember seeing Michael Sarah, but I didn't re- I didn't understand like how much he would be there yeah um yeah. my josh peck for barbie was john cena oh yes that's right like, and that, dua lipa is that john cena and dua lipa okay sure <laughs> yeah, sure right. okay the whatever. mermaid barbies and ken uh so ridiculous i mean this movie was just primed to be absolutely off the rails and i i love that it was Yep. Uh, Kay McKinnon did a great job. Simu Lee did a great job as well. Uh, Issa Rae did a great job. And then that's all topped off. Uh, well, we'll talk about Michael Sarah's character in a minute because like mm. that's a whole other thing. So, but uh, Ryan Gosling as Ken is absolutely perfect. He uh, does comedy so, so well. Uh, I'll re- always remember his like beach is my job speech. That was so amazing oh, yes. when he's playing the Matchbox 20 song. Like, so it's all so good. And, just, uh, but and what his, if there is beach, right? <laughs> I must it, be there to beach. <laughs> his obsession with horses is so funny. Um, his, uh, line that he said that everyone is uh, has talking about being uh, an improv because he did like 40 of them and that's the one they chose where he goes around the corner and says sublime was like a real gut laugh for me. <laughs> you notice actually there were some parts of Barbie where you and I were laughing and no one else did. That happened what? a lot in that movie actually. Yeah? Where like pockets of the theater were laughing. Like Oh, oh. So, you know I mean? okay. Yes. So same. I, I found myself giggling like vocally <laughs> for like things that I picked out that maybe it was it happened so fast and not many people saw it uh yeah I found myself giggling and laughing verbally out loud and yeah it was, it was I completely wonderful. forgot I didn't see it with you I was just talking like we definitely saw it together but yeah, what I assumed was Sam. <laughs> yeah what I assumed it in my brain is I know you laughed at all the parts I did. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. They were scattered throughout. And it's funny. I went to see it with my girlfriend. And, and she, you know, I'd look over after laughing. And, like, she, you know, she would have a giggle on her face, too. Like, you know, it's just I I loved it. I loved how ridiculous it was. It, ridiculous it was. I it really, was ridiculous. Really yeah, it really was. And now we get to the creme de la creme. Mm. Michael Sarah as yeah. Alan, I think, stole the show. He was so good. (laughs) Every moment he was on screen, he was stealing the scene. I felt like there should have been more of him, but I bet there was the exact... I bet there was the exact right amount. I I I trust the the filmmakers. Where sure, I I think I know. I think that there could have been a little bit more. Um, just because he did it so well. And one of my favorite lines that he did was he's talking about Ken as his like best friend. He was like, "All of Ken's clothes fit me." 
Yes. And that's like, that was the selling point of the Allen doll when it came out. And like all, if all of Ken's fin, uh, clothes fit Allen. <laughs> like, so uh, uh, yeah, man. I, I mean, uh, I, as a last line in a movie, I think it will go down with like the best last lines in movies of all time where she's uh, going to a gynecology appointment. Like, oh, yes. That's the kind of big swings I'm talking about. When yeah, oh, I, so good. Like that is uh, that's how they decided to end their movie. Like uh, uh, it, it, <laughs> not just office. <laughs> who else but those two people sitting in that room would choose to end the Barbie movie that way. Uh, and I think it was the right way. It was great. Yeah. 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 And um, oh, oh, another thing that I brought up to you, and I don't know if you recognized it in the theater, but the the I guess the mean girls at the high school, the younger girls, when Barbie goes to meet them at the lunch table, those are supposed to represent the Bratz dolls. Right. And, yes. And all of them share the same name as the Bratz. I I mean, I have no idea about that, but I just found that very interesting that they kind of paid a homage to them a bit. Yeah, that's my favorite stuff in screenwriting where like in my mind, the script is done and then you're like, OK, now let's go through it and mm. add as many Easter egg stuff as we can and yeah, see who finds it because oh, I love like, it. It's a fun little mystery they're adding. There was so there was so much. Uh, I mean, I. Um, if I tried to think of one right now, I wouldn't. I'd have to rewatch the movie. But but I just remember, you know, seeing it on screen, recognizing it in a split second, laughing and then moving on because, you know, the story is continuing to go. You know what the craziest thing about the movie Barbie is? What's it's that? that it's a movie about death. It's <laughs> like I know she becomes straight mortal. up straight up. Yeah. The main theme of the movie Barbie made in 2023 and Mattel said this is chill is death <laughs> that is the biggest swing you can take of yeah. all time like, and like uh, there are obviously more themes that are surrounding this like oh, I said 100% uh, yeah, the, the overarching underlying theme right like their view on feminism and uh, society's failings at it and pointing those out, uh, I think, was a large portion of it. And they did it very well. Oh, but they did. At the core of this story, it is a Barbie saying, have you guys ever thought about dying? Yeah, right. <laughs> and then like coming to terms with, no, I don't want to do this all day. I want to experience new things. I want to have a life and and end my life. Not, you know, not end my life, but, you know, wow. have my life end. Wow, Adam. You, you just, know what I mean. <laughs> you just suicided Barbie. Yeah. That's yeah. messed up. <laughs> they didn't make that Barbie yet. <laughs> no. No, they. Yeah. <laughs> Suicide Barbie. <laughs> yeah. Suicide prevention, Barbie, I could see. Mm-hmm. 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 That would be interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So the uh, let's gush more. The sets in this movie, sick. The insane. Uh, and oh, so one thing about the sets in combination with the acting and like CGI overlay is I loved when like something erratic happened. And the first thing that comes to my brain is when they were crashing the car. Yes. On the long road where they crashed the car and it flipped completely upside down and it landed with like a cartoon smash. Yes. I love I loved that. That just solidified like how insane this movie is. Yeah, right, exactly. It, it it felt like the production design of this movie was as inspired as the script was and that's not always the case. The yeah. music was also amazing. The Billie Eilish song mm. is 
so gosh dang sad and have you watched the music video because that no. music video is a tearjerker uh, i didn't it? cry because i'm an alpha and i'm cool but oh, okay. um but i will tell you a lesser man would have watched it and cried his eyes out in front of a rented dog <laughs> is that is that right yeah <laughs> a rented dog it's a dog you're renting <laughs> yeah right oh god when you think back on this movie, what are scenes that you're going to remember? Uh, I loved the the beach scene, the first beach scene. Yeah. Because that kind of had all of the Kens and a lot of the Barbies. And, uh, you know, again, you see some cameos like Dua Lipa popped up as a mermaid. Like, I didn't expect that one. And yeah, I just like, you know, scenes like that where it was like chain. It wasn't in the Barbie house. It was outside. Um, I really loved the scene where they first entered the real world in rollerblades in L.A. Yes. <laughs> and they're just like in total 80s 90s flair did you remember seeing uh pictures of them doing that back in the day yes i remember seeing like filming barbie and i was like what the fuck is this and i yeah. remember like thinking about it like that movie's gonna be trash <laughs> yeah i was about to say what were your vibes when you saw yeah. those pictures oh, i was just like yeah no <laughs> right because <laughs> you won't they, catch me in that theater they were filming at venice beach a place where people are and they cannot clear everyone out it's just not right. a possibility so uh, because they decided to go to the actual beach they knew they were going to be filmed they knew they were gonna have pictures on the internet so it was a calculated choice but also oh, probably absolutely. one that saved them money because you know they didn't have to like green screen all of venice beach they just use the real one no and it's i think that's smart it's smart and mm -hmm. and you can tell you know it, it a lot of the times you can tell when something's fake um even in the some of the best movies you can tell when like a a green screen is used in a car or something. Yeah, for uh, sure. So it so so something like this, like it's it's small, you know, it's, it's rollerblading on Venice Beach, but uh, it it made a huge impact because it it was like a jarring difference in the real world being actual real than Barbie Land. Yeah, but also remember though, when you saw it, you had negative vibes. Well, when I saw the original pictures, I'm talking in the movie now. I know, I'm just saying though, oh, your initial yeah. vibes on this movie, as was yeah. mine, as was I bet a lot of people's when they saw oh, yeah. these pictures, was sure. straight up negative. Yeah. And then that sort of washed away because one, they spent a hundred million dollars on marketing. So it was everywhere all the time. Unreal. Yeah. And, that and the, the, the first trailer when they right. ripped, I mean, they ripped off 2001 space. Odyssey. let's be not real. Not ripped off paid homage. It's not the same paid thing. Homage to, uh, yeah, yeah. But like that whole, um, where they made Barbie the monolith. Like I just, it, it was so well done. I'm like, mm, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I think it kind of all just got washed away when the op Barbie Barbenheimer started thing happening, right? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Barbenheimer swept the nation. That kind of counterpoint deciding to put both movies on the same day, which is, is a calculated is thing. Wild. They yeah. chose to do that, and it was smart because it worked out, and it was both movies will never be able to be kind of pulled away from each other. I think uh, their stories are now forever intertwined, and yeah. that's very funny. I love that. And poor old Mission Impossible is sitting oh. over there as the third wheel. <laughs> oh, Tom Cruise. How does it <laughs> Which feel? Which is a bummer because like those I, movies are so yeah, good. I bet that movie rules. Yeah. Right, like old Tommy C, <laughs> old Tommy C, don't sign up for a flick unless it gonna be a goddamn hit. You know what I'm talking oh, yeah. about? And like that scene of him riding the motorcycle off the cliff and actually base jumping. Yeah, for the movie, unreal. Did you see it in theaters? No, I haven't seen it yet. Me either. 
And that is what him. we're talking about. Like, I'd that, like right? to see it. We have seen Oppenheimer. We've seen Barbie. I saw them on the same day. Have not seen Mission Impossible in theaters, and I'm probably not going to. And I don't know exactly why that is. Yeah, like these two movies, Oppenheimer and Barbie, were like culturally significant type of movies. You know, like Oppenheimer, very dark, uh, true story of the of the kind of the American American history and where yeah. we got to where we are. But sure, also, sure. you know, a, a, a feat in filmmaking with Christopher Nolan's sure. kind of whole vibe, and then Barbie being the juggernaut that it. Is oh, it's set making design, so much gosh yeah. dang money, so much money. Oh yeah, it's probably Has it gonna, cost a billion yet. No, but it's going to. Do you think it will beat out uh, Avatar? No, uh-uh. you don't think it'll be out. Avatar. No, that's a big old nope on that one. I think Avatar. Bro. Listen, I don't. I'm not saying Avatar is a better movie. I'm just saying that Avatar is the uh, biggest thing in the gosh dang world. How much did Avatar two make on its theater run? I don't know. Do you- Ask Google. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you'd know that. <laughs> uh, no, like it was a billion, billion, two point three two billion. I knew it. Yeah. So I'm. I I wonder if it'll get there, dude. If they keep this in theaters, I wonder if it'll get there. It won't. All right. All right. Anyway. (laughs) Do you think it'll land in the top five or top Uh, ten? Movies all time. Yeah, in theater box office. Mm, no, I think it might be top twenty, but uh, I, but and listen, maybe I'm underestimating it. I did start this off by saying that it was still sold out like yesterday. Yeah, right, right, and that's what I'm thinking of. That it's what two weeks in, a week and a half in, something and like it's, what's time? And it's even? already, yeah. What is time? I don't know, man. Time is but a construct. Oh, wh- want to watch Interstellar? Word? Nah. <laughs> no, I watched it. Yeah, I, I watched Interstellar is the thing that I watch. I think uh, on the uh, YouTube's the most that, and probably the Martian, like scenes from in the past, oh, yeah. maybe four months. Yeah. I've been watching like uh, what's his face get back and meet an old Murph. Love that scene. Mm. Uh, throw oh, that. Yeah. Throw that sucker on. I'll watch that anytime. I know. Mm, yeah. I, you know how I know? Because I do it to myself. I press <laughs> the button. I want to uh, rewatch Interstellar just after watching. You know, I haven't seen Interstellar since Dunter- Dunkirk came out. So I've seen Dunkirk, Tenet, and Oppenheimer since I've seen Interstellar again. And I'd love to rewatch it because it is it is so good. Barbie. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Margo- Barbie, yeah, we're talking about Barbie. <laughs> Margot Robbie wore 18 wigs throughout the film. These are the uh, trivia things. Yeah. These are the trivia things from IMDb. It's the laziest podcasting of all time. No, that's okay. But let's talk about it for a little bit. Like I loved her uh, press junket outfit changes. Oh, yeah. Every time she That's went specific. out, it was a different Barbie outfit. Oh, my God. I you didn't, didn't know that? This was not a thing I knew, no. Bro, every time she went to a new press junket or did a red carpet or something for this movie, it was in a different Barbie outfit from the ages. Oh, my God. It was fucking sick. How did I not know that? I don't know. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, That's, I agree. She like really committed to it. What a dope choice. I know. <laughs> That she, I bet, herself made by herself. I'm not. I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> according to Ryan Gosling, he accepted the role of Ken after seeing his daughter's Ken doll lying face down in the mud next to a squished lemon. He then took a shot of the doll and lemon and <laughs> sent it to Greta Gerwig, saying, "I shall be your Ken. His story <laughs> must be told." <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I also love that um, Margot Robbie gave Ryan Gosling a Ken gift every day of filming. Did you know that one? Yes, that was a Ken-based gift. She was invested, dude. She was 
in it. Yeah, no, she. this movie doesn't get made without her. Like, she and yeah. Greta Gerwig are the ones who are pitching this to Mattel and are in I, I don't know how many meetings and are both taking notes. Like, Margot Robbie is an executive producer on this thing with Greta Gerwig. Oh, yeah, without, that's right. I did see that. Without both of them, like, pushing and pushing and pushing, this movie mm. does not happen. So, mm-hmm. uh, she not only a monster of an actress who probably should get nominated for uh, best leading role, and by the way, Ryan Gosling should probably get nominated for best supporting or lead, maybe if, if you want, if we're doing that. And I, I would give best supporting to Michael Sarah for this movie, hundred percent. By the way, yeah, I would think you his, really? his character is that good. I'm in not a, in a comedy. What is that? A comedy? What is it? Yeah, comedy guy award. It's not just a, just no, 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 no. The category is like comedy slash something, right? Drama. Yeah, drama. No, I don't know. Comedy is it a slash comedy music. Drama? No, that would be stupid. Oh, and, comedy or uh, musical? It's comedy and that's, musical, baby. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Composer Rark Ronson wrote the song I'm Just Ken, a bop, by the way. Mm, yeah, so good. Largely as a joke and recorded a demo for Greta Gerwig, not seriously expecting it to be included on the soundtrack. However, she liked the song, and when she shared it with Ryan Gosling, he felt so strongly that it added to the character of Ken, he successfully advocated for it to be made a musical number in the film. Ronson remarked that he was amazed how much Gosling's interpretation of the song improved upon his original intent. That's because <laughs> Ryan Gosling is a gosh dang star. Yeah, he's so good. And, and outside of Barbie, the, the first role I think of him in that I absolutely loved him in was The Big Short. Oh, yeah. He's so good in The Big Short. He's so good in The Big Short. Uh, he's in one of my favorite movies, Drive. Mm, oh, yeah. That That's movie... Great flipping rips and if you haven't watched it uh it made me like a whole new genre of music so (laughs) like a one that i didn't know existed and then i heard it in that movie and i was like get out of here with this (laughs) get out of here with this i am huge into whatever this vibe is give me (laughs) four just play the soundtrack to eight to ten hours of that only those kind of vibes on youtube for my living the rest of my gosh dang days and <laughs> it's happened so yeah I, that's another one i gotta rewatch. i haven't seen that one in a bit he has a sick jacket on oh so good he has a dragon or a scorpion he's or a, something he's a he's a driver so sick yeah he is kenuff yeah yeah i'm crying barbie is 23 <laughs> percent yeah larger than everything in barbie land to mimic the awkward disproportionate scale that real barbies and barbie activities set are sets are produced on whoa, whoa wait she's 23 percent larger than everything in Barbie land. Really? I guess. This is why Barbie sometimes appears too large for things like her car or why ceilings seem oh. too low in the dream houses. Well, I'm talking about oh. real life, apparently. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I think same as you until I yeah. got to the second sentence. I was like, yeah, they made yeah, Margot yeah. Robbie 23% bigger. What? With some yeah. sort of get bigger device? Yeah, that or, you know, I was thinking about makes the, the set smaller. I guess that's more. <laughs> well, I was thinking of, of like when she had like the milk carton. I was like, that seemed like a pretty normal size milk carton, you know? <laughs> Yeah, because it was. So. <laughs> it was normal size. <laughs> it was normal size. That's the, the your, and your the vibe. eggs, normal. The, the eggs, normal. <laughs> you, <laughs> the shower, a, I will tell slightly you. small. No, no, no. I will tell you. The things, the size of things in movies is something I take account of. Uh, is that right? Yeah, no. All the good size. Everything was a good size there. And mm. that gives some movies, stuff's too big. Stuff's giant. <laughs> and in other movies, stuff's too way small. small. <laughs> it's too, way too small. And it's too Oppenheimer, small. Oppenheimer, explosion, too small. No, for me, too big. (laughs) Too big. Too big. Shouldn't have been that big. Should have been a little smaller. Should have been pretty normal. Unlike its uh, same day counterpart, Barbie, where they got all the sizes right. This is a bad bit. I'm going to stop doing it. Okay. (laughs) 
final feelings on Barbie the movie? Oh, it, I mean, classic. It's going to go down as like a classic comedy movie of the new age. And, um, you know, I'm hoping that it propels into something else. Um, there's already talks of Barbie 2, I hear, which would be dope. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just, yeah, I really Without Greta Gerwig, no thank you. Oh, oh, yeah, for, for sure. Yeah, it's got to keep the same vibe. Because I'm just Ken, anywhere else I'd be a 10. Is it my destiny to live and die a life of blonde fragility? Wow. Anyway. <laughs> wow, I... <laughs> That was beautiful. Thanks, man. That was, that was fucking beautiful. Because I'm just kidding. Oh, dude, it's a sick. It's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> Do we... Um, Do we what, dude? So, like, we have a Patreon. If oh. you want to get us on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. For $1 or more a month, you can, too, get exclusive. We are running an exclusive podcast right now. Um about something that might get Ryan in trouble. Right, on the main yeah. Feed. So it's you're on not pa- going to get it no, on the main feed. Yeah, you can't get it on the main feed. I can't put it there because if the uh, it's just secret. So go to patreon.com slash H-B-O-B-O-I-Z. Yeah, you can get in on and you can the secret. Get in on the secret, a thing I can't put out in public. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at the HBO Boys, threads at the HBO Boys, TikTok at the HBO Boys, and, uh, you know, you can subscribe, repost, all that wonderful stuff. But we'd like to thank our patrons, are the people who give us money. Sunshine, Connor O'Dowd, Jamie Lochner, James Watch My Dawn, Chris Wood, Brentkin, Craig, John Jewers, Major Woody, and Carol Andreas. I think we're absolutely saying that last person's name wrong, but that's fine. Sure. I mean, we're here. We're vibing. Carol yeah. Andreas. Yeah. There you go. But I think we just say it so it. quick. We just say it so quick because we're so excited for you guys. So quick and so excited that you gave us money. And I'm just Ken and I'm enough and I'm great at doing stuff. (laughs) You are Ken Uff. Thanks, man. I want to buy that hoodie. Let's buy that hoodie. I want to buy the Barbenheimer hoodie. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about the I am Ken Uff hoodie. I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) But I want the Barbenheimer one. No, I I got you. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. Yeah.